Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever, and then we do some talking about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K. My cat Oscar's just over there. Oh, and Ben's here as well. Hey, Ben. <laughs> Hello, I'm here. I'm here. Third on that list of, of um, horror hangout, yeah, horror, hang, horror hangout presenters. I've been demoted. It would seem. Oscar has some uh, pretty keen insights into the world of horror. He uh, actually <laughs> does a great impression of Bella Lugosi. Uh, oh, oh, really? Honestly, like when he needs a poo, <laughs> he pulls that that Dracula face. At, like he sits on your lap or gets very near to you, and he just looks at you because trying to hypnotize you with his eyes to. Sort out his <laughs> litter tray. Like, this is probably the this is probably the third occasion you've talked about cats pooing on this show. Um, yeah, it's we'll, a big part of my life with Oscar Poo. In the, in, in the show notes, we'll put whatever episodes you've discussed it. You know, just so people can go and <laughs> yeah. go and hunt down hunt down your thoughts and feelings on cat shit. Cat shit. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things in my life. You know, uh, there's like eating, sleeping. Has Oscar got? Does Oscar need a poo? <laughs> it's like it's like the constant. You need those yeah. constants in your life to keep yourself Pillars. grounded. Pooers, Pillars, you could say. Poolers, yeah. Keep yourself grounded. Keep yourself level-headed. Yeah. Always on that even keel. Yeah. Oscar taking a shit. <laughs> How's it going, man? Are you alright? Yeah, it's good. It's good. And how are you? And a devil are you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I've still got a bit of a cold. Sorry about that, guys. Um, you'll have to bear with me. Um, also, like I was listening to the last episode and I thought I was a little bit low energy, so I'm going to try and do some every now and again. I'm just going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Low energy. That's that's just your vibe, man. That's just your vibe. Don't go messing with your vibe. No. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Zen. I'm Zen horror fan. You're Zen. You yeah. just seem like you're not bothered all the time. Well, the film, <laughs> film was all right. Who cares? We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die eventually, anyway. That, that that is very much me. Um, generally, if anything happens, I'm quite, you know, uh, steady about it all. Chillaxed. Yeah. Which is, you know, people like that are good in most scenarios, but there are a few scenarios that people like you are a hindrance. Well, like, I'm not a hindrance. I'm a... Panic! Panic stations! Oh, come on, guys. Let's all just walk to the next available evacuation. Carrying my pint of uh, beer. Did you see that guy in the London thing? Um... Yeah, I did. I did, yeah. <coughs> he, didn't, he, didn't spill, he didn't want to spill his pint. Expensive, expensive um, beer prices, clear. Zen, Zen dude. He... He's on a similar wavelength to me. Okay, so uh, so if you didn't know the premise of this whole podcast, uh, we talk about uh, the 50 best horror movies ever. So let's put together by Empire. We're now we've done a couple of like recent films, and we thought we'd get back on the list. Um, I know Ben's been looking forward to this one. Back uh, on the old list. Back, back on, on the, the grind. Crawling <laughs> our way through the list. Back to the day job. Oh, we got to go back to do the list again, have we? I'm God. So. Yeah. Uh, so with the number 36, we're slowly getting there. This is the 1931 uh, version. This is the universal classic Dracula. We've done another Dracula before, um, the Hammer Horror one, and we'll talk about that, I guess, at some point. But do you want to tell us a bit about it, Ben? 
Yes, indeed. So Dracula is a 1931 American horror film directed by Todd Browning and starring Bella Lugosi. Is that correct? Yeah. As Count Dracula. The film was produced by Universal and is based on the 1924 stage play Dracula by Hamilton Dean, which is loosely based on the novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. And the story is the ancient vampire Count Dracula arrives in England for a lad's holiday and begins to prey upon the virtuous young Mina. I'm getting deja vu. Pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure we've talked about this before. What? <coughs> okay, so this is what Empire Brand Magazine has to say. Um, creaky by today's standards. Todd Browning's director remains seminal for its place in horror history, as well as for its eerie central performance by Bella Lugosi and the scene stealing of Dwight Fry. Uh, Dwight Fry, I actually quite enjoyed him in this film. Um, the film is strongest in its opening stretch as Fry's Renfield visits a stunning colossal set of Dracula's castle, meets the summer count. Dwarfed by his cobweb surroundings and falls foul of the vampire's ethereal brides. A sequence of exquisite beauty. Subsequently, it's a bit more plodding um, and the ending is oddly rushed, but there are still unforgettable elements along the way. Well worth watching with Philip Glass's 1999 score, which I didn't know about until afterwards. I think we missed that on the treat there. Uh, unless you prefer the almost silence of the original, which uh, I probably didn't. <laughs> I probably could have done with some music. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I think I'll watch the silent version. So, sorry, so Dwight, um, Dwight, what's his name? Dwight. Dwight Fry. He's the same guy from Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein as well, yeah? Yeah, he plays, uh, yeah, he plays, I can't remember if he plays in Bride of Frankenstein, but he plays Bri- Bri- Bride of Frankenstein, he just, he, he plays just like a sort of, um, assistant to someone, to someone else, someone who's digging up the graves oh, and that, not, yeah. not, not yeah, Fritz. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it, doesn't he? He's in all of it. He's in all of these films. He's good at playing like the sort of, Dickish goonish sort of uh, side character. Um, <laughs> Dickish goonish. That's his character's name actually in Bride of Frankenstein. Dickish goonish. I bet he's got that on his uh, resume or whatever he was it with his with, when he's trying to become an actor. I'm really good at being dickish and goonish. Well, we got just a role, for, just a what, yeah. just a role for you, Dwight. Yeah, that's the subject he specialised in it at rather dickish goonish. Okay, uh, so this film got 91% fresh Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, did you see Baby Driver's got 100%? Just some, just throwing that out there. Um, oh, really? A bit of oh, a wow. right love, yeah. Uh, four out of four, um, Roger Ebert's uh, review site. Um, so he, like, he, that class is a good film to him. Seven, 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, over in the Horror Hangout Facebook group, Andy CT said he's looking forward uh, to see how far off Ben's quality cliff this one is. It's about 40 years off the cliff. <laughs> uh, I think I did respond to him. I said, uh, it's a significant plunge this, into the depths, yeah. off the edge of the cliff, into the ocean, wallowing around with all the little fishes. <laughs> That's it. That's my review. That's yeah. my review. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and jo- Johan Chabot says, personally, I love it, even if it hasn't aged too well. I would recommend the Latino version made at the same time. It is surprisingly better and would make for a fun comparison. But no, there was a Latino version. It doesn't mean like there's a subtitle, like a dubbed version, or is there like a... One with like Latino actors. Yeah. Johan's um, uh, Gibraltar, by the way, so I imagine that might be the version that he maybe watched as a kid. I, I don't know. Oh, right. to, you'll have to chime in there, Johan. It'll be, it'll be interesting to check out. Maybe yeah. not to watch. I think by, by this point, after seeing two Draculas, I think I'm done. I don't need to see any more Dracula. Although I would say, yeah. um, oh, what's his name again? Um, the comedy version. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, um, with <laughs> Le- Les- Leslie Nielsen. I definitely recommend watching that. Also, I'd recommend watching Young Frankenstein. Yeah, Young Frankenstein's awesome. Um, yeah. Also, what about the 1992 Dracula with Keanu Reeves? Simply, only watch that for Keanu Reeves' English accent, that brand, which um, is uh, Francis Ford Coppola's one. Yeah, because Keanu Reeves' English accent is films. <laughs> is awful. <laughs> Keanu Reeves' English accent. Oh come on, old chum! Oh, you want to pop, pop the kettle on? It's like, well, that is a good version of it. See, Keanu Reeves is also someone who's on my Zen wavelength. I feel, but he can uh, yeah. act as someone who isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, I'm on the Zen wavelength. Yeah. Come on, Keanu, you've got to do accent. Oh, have I? I'll just. Oh, I'll, I'll do it on a day. Come on, I'll just yeah. do whatever. You got to practice. You got to go to these elocution lessons to do. I'll just, I'll, I'll do it do, on a day. Do Come it on. on the night. This is the night. Bit of a Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what were your? Have you, 
Have you have you heard of this Dracula character before? What were your initial yeah. thoughts of this film? I've heard, I've heard of this Dracula character. Um, a dodgy character, isn't he? Yeah. Um, never seen this version of Dracula. Yeah. Uh, as I think I mentioned in the previous episode, the only films I'd sort of seen with Dracula in were sort of the the 1992 version with Gary Oldman. Did you find that was scary, by the way, as a kid? I remember uh, think, feeling a little bit yeah. creeped out by it. Yeah, I think so. Um, and the story Dracula is always something I've kind of struggled with because I think I bought the book years ago and I've always sort of tried to delve in and out of it, but I didn't really like the way the narrative was sort of presented as people as the diaries of... Is it an epistolary? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, a what? Yeah. Epistolary. What <laughs> it is How do you pronounce that? <laughs> How do you pronounce that? <laughs> so I, I, I only know that word from reading it. I've never said it out loud before. <laughs> yeah. There's loads of words like that. Hello. Yeah, Here's our co-host. Oh. There we go. What's he got to say about Dracula? He needs a poo. <laughs> oh, he needs a poo. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. We'll sort, <laughs> um, we'll sort it out. So, this, so this, this version is a bit <laughs> creaky by today's standards, um, as the Empire guy said. I think that's true. It's yeah. very creaky. It does stray a little bit into the ridiculous occasionally. Uh, some good performances. It's pretty creepy. I think visually it's really good, um, especially a lot of the stuff with Dracula, just brides and the sort of... Uh, when they're emerging from their coffins and go and have a sleep in a coffin. Um, but narratively, it kind of just meanders. doesn't really go anywhere that interesting. Yeah. Spends a lot of time with people that I'm just like, who are these people? Why do we, why are we supposed to care? Um, Dracula, even though when he's silent, he seems quite menacing. Anytime he kind of speaks or involves himself <laughs> yeah. with other characters, I find him a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's creepy, but, I don't know if he's menacing. He's no. just like some dude just like some dude staring at you on the bus. He reminds right. me of um so people that know I'm I've got Hungarian families. When I go to Hungary, um my relatives all talk you know when he's like Renfield goes to the the Dracula the house and he's like, follow me and he's like really kind of like sort of weird and sinister, but he's trying to be um trying to be nice. Yeah, welcoming. <laughs> That's he, he sounds exactly like my Hungarian family. And also, after, actually, after like reading up on this, I found out Bela Lugosi is Hungarian. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe there's like something there. Maybe you're related to him. Maybe, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. Have your eyes been lighting up recently? Just like uh, two little spotlights <laughs> on your on your eyes. Uh, I don't know. I can't see my own eyes, and I can't see my own reflection. So, oh, oh, there we go. The could plot, be something there. Yeah. The plot thickens. How do you feel about uh, Wolf's Bane? Hate it. Hate it. Tastes oh, like, I hate it. Tastes like shit. Yuck! <laughs> you ever tasted Wolf's Bane before? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't good. think I have. I prefer Rosemary in Time. I prefer oh, Fish Fingers. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this, so yeah, so like the first half of the film, um, visually it's kind of amazing and surreal and expressionistic and like the black and white photography is so like stark and like the silence is really sinister when, the, when they're waking up um, the vampires are waking up at the coffins and stuff, and it's just silently just walking. It that's creepy by today's standards, but then like the second half when it be like tries to tell an actual story, and it becomes like a sort of dull play, and I just I I just couldn't focus. These half. films these films really don't seem to know what to do with <laughs> the source material. Yeah. It's it's like it's like there are a lot of interesting themes there are a lot of interesting events that happen in in this story and there are a lot of interesting ways interesting places they could take it but unfortunately it all kind of just comes down to everyone just having a conversation about something and then dracula yeah fighting someone kind of off screen and then turning up and trying to like the next scene like hey guys Hey guys, it's just bit you. How did that make you feel? I feel a bit funny, actually. That's right. You're now under my control. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. No, no, none I'm of not it's... under your control anymore. Like, oh, your will's too strong. Oh, your yeah. will is too strong. It's just, it's not like there's, there's, there's no tension. There's no, not really any tension. There's no build of anything. Um, I think the only thing that makes this film creepy is the is is the visuals. Um, but but it doesn't when it when it doesn't spend enough time showing you those visual visuals and it shows a lot of people having a conversation that yeah. is when it's easy to lose interest but i mean it's another one of those where you can tell why it's so yeah sem- seminal why it's so um important in terms of cinema especially horror cinema yeah i was uh look i watched a couple of reviews of this as well and um most people are on a similar sort of vibe that 
this is like a seminal piece of work. It's obviously influenced, you know, Dracula and the legend, and it has sparked the whole universal franchise of horror films, but it's not mm-hmm. the best film. <laughs> like, no. the first half's pretty cool, and after that, it just it sort of loses the gothicness and just becomes plain Jane. Like, yeah. Well, apparently, we're going to be getting a new Dracula film as well. I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah. What did you think about the the um, the dark universe? The, yeah. The, so the, the, all these Hammer, oh, sorry, all these Universal films are kind of making their own Marvel cinematic style universe thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So obviously, we've got um, it's going to be like the Mummy, Invisible Man. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Preacher from the uh, Lagoon, I think. Preacher, yeah, possibly. I think they, they I think they announced today that they're going to be including Hunchback of Notre Dame and Phantom of the Opera oh, okay. in this yeah. as well. Um, and Johnny Depp's going to be the Invisible Man. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, Russell Crowe's Doctor Jekyll. Russell Crowe's Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Um, Javier Bardem is Frankenstein, I believe. Okay. Um, and then Dracula. We haven't heard anything. Well, I know it's on the on the spe- on the radar for the for this dark universe, but I don't think they've talked about any of them. I think Dracula Untold was initially supposed to be included in in this sort of universe, but I think it eventually got released just like as a standalone thing. Yeah. It would, would would be interested if if they cast the same dude um, as Dracula, though the same dude from Dracula Untold who was Luke. Oh, it's the guy from The Hobbit. Yeah, I Luke. know what you mean. I have no idea what the current name is there. Yeah, <laughs> people love like this whole connected universe thing now, don't they? Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's almost like it's just an it's just a next level on from sequels, isn't it? It's just like an excuse to make a sequel. But yeah. then if a film bombs, if a film bombs, the chances of making getting a sequel made are pretty. Uh, fit. Luke Evans is the dude that's who plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, the chances of getting a sequel made when a film bombs are kind of is kind of really low. But if you're saying it's part of a shared universe. You kind of given a clean slate for the next film. Yeah, perfect, perfect example. Wonder Woman at the moment is that you know because other other films critically like Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad haven't been received that well. Luckily, we can go in with a clean slate. It's not like a reboot. It's not like a, a sequel as such. It's like another film in that universe. And if it's good and if it hits and it, if it is critically acclaimed, it rises everything. It brings everything up with it a little bit, yeah. doesn't it? Sort yeah. of as as the, as the universe as a whole. So I think we're going to see a lot more of this with films because people are going to be thinking you know it's a money maker money spinner but also it can help elevate any films that don't do so well critically because i mean i don't know how i feel about the mummy i'm kind of not that interested in it well <coughs> i kind of saw i kind of thought okay if it's full-on horror like that could be kind of fun but then i saw some like more in-depth trailer stuff and it kind of looks like it's gone for like a superhero type thing where tom yeah. cruise becomes like the gets superpowers and Stops them. I mean, it looks a bit lame. Um, it just doesn't look. It just doesn't look really scary, does it? It just looks like yeah. an action film. It looks yeah. like an action film, which I guess, I guess they need to do to keep the modern audience interested. Yeah. And also, like, um, I still think the that not the original mummy, uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy, is it's oh, still yeah. pretty great. Amazing, it's, man. Yeah, it's, um, I like the Mummy Returns as well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, it's good. I can't remember that one too well. I remember. Some guy, the guy with the bird, his bird gets shot, and that being really sad. <laughs> oh, not the bird! Yeah. The third, the third one, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, was uh, pretty awful with Jet Li. But the first two, good, great action films. Not, you know, they got that real Indiana Jones vibe about them, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the whole Uncharted sort of thing. Okay, um, so we should talk about the <laughs> the, the Dracula film. Um, we, we're going to do our best. I mean, I will, I will be honest. Like halfway through the film, I kind of lost interest, and it was on my phone. Like this is like a... <laughs> sacrilege. I, I felt like I'd already seen this film. Like, mm. and also this time, I, I do think one of the reasons it's sort of like it's slow is because of the lack of score. Like, if you've ever seen, um, like, if you ever made films or made a short film, you know how lame and, and like slow things are until you put music in there. Music really does make make pace. Um, so maybe I should have watched the Philip Glass version of this. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. It'd be oh. good to make that comparison. Yeah. What do we do it for next week's episode? Well, watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Your face then. <laughs> well, uh, you, nearly, you nearly rattled my zen. My you're zen. Z- you're really yeah. rattled for a second. Yeah. That's going to be my goal by the end. By the end of this list, I'm going to rattle your zen. Good and then we'll watch the Latino one. After yeah. That. Yeah. 
Did a, did a scored version, then a Latino version. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's bound to be another version out there we can watch. We'll watch this one colorized or backwards or some shit. <laughs> okay. Backwards. <laughs> so, this, oh, does, so this does actually have music in it, by the way. Uh, the very first, like the opening credits, it had like the Swan Lake um, yeah. score. And I was like, ah, that's actually quite fitting. It's very creepy. And then, um, and then that, that's the only music we get for the entire film. Um, so, as well, like, so the, the main actors, key players, Bela Lugosi, my Hungarian brethren, uh, as Count Dracula, <laughs> Helen Chandler as Mina Seward, uh, Dwight Fry as Renfield, Edward Van Sloan as Van Helsing, and then we've got John Harker in there as well, played by David Manners. So all the classic, all the characters that you know. You know from the Dracula universe, yeah, all, all the all the hard hitters, all the big all the big names, yeah, every everyone's here. You know, no one's missing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we start the film starts. Um, Renfield is like uh, I think some sort of salesman or something. He's going to Count Dracula's um, castle in Transylvania. He said it's a business, and the, the the local people are like, no, they just don't believe him. No, you aren't. <laughs> no, You're are going you? where? <laughs> no, I, no. <laughs> they just like can't be doing with it. Um, Come on, mate! Nah. Don't <laughs> no. come, inside for a, <laughs> come inside for a pack of crisps and a biscuit. Like they just don't want him to go up there. Which, um, like again, this bit, this bit is kind of creepy. They say that when the sun goes down, vampires wake up up there. They say he turns into dogs and bats. I don't remember him really turning into dogs in any other um, or wolves in any other film. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if there's anything in the book or anything in the play, but they focused a, quite a bit on the, on the whole wolf thing, or maybe just in time as as sort of new versions of this came out, the most iconic version of Dracula. You know, people just realised he spoke, he turned into a bat, and then they just started getting rid of the older, the old wolfiness. So, what do you think about the bats? So, Bella, uh, uh, Renfield goes up uh, to the castle we, anyway. Well, let's talk about the bats. In great in great detail. So let's <laughs> well, the first... just get to the part where we first see a bat. <laughs> okay, so Ren- Renfield's like, "No, I've got business, mate. I'm off." And he goes up to the castle, and he meets. Um, he doesn't realize it's Dracula at the time, but Dracula's going to drive him in his horse and carriage to the castle. Yeah, um, it just seems like something Dracula wouldn't do. This yeah, seems I like that. Yeah, some yeah. nonsense that Dracula wouldn't waste his time with. You know, I'm going to go and pick him up in my old carriage. It feels like Dracula just go, "Nah, oh, I'll just wait yeah. for the gear." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got to pick up. That knob. <laughs> so so, yeah. I'm bloody taxi service, Emma. Bloody hell! I've got to like <laughs> as if he's as if he does like Uber as a part time gig. Like yeah, um... as, he gets, as he gets in, Renfield goes, "All right, mate, been busy." No. <laughs> what yeah, what okay, time so, you on to? Yeah. Okay, so uh, and then like he looks out and he goes, "Driver, you're going too fast." But the driver isn't there anymore. Who's there? Who's dead, Ben? <laughs> uh, there's. <laughs> uh, there's... The driver's gone. Driver's vanished. There's just a bat. You know, I don't, I don't know if the, the yeah. bat is like driving the carriage. He's not attached to the horses in any way. He's not whipping them with the old. But it's keeping perfectly level with the horses. Yeah, yeah, just floating there. But uh, what did you call this bat? I think you said to me earlier what this bat was. It looks like, like you know, like Halloween theme, like Poundland, like one of those ones you just get like a rubber from from a bin, like the Poundland bin. Yep. Like it just feels so cheap and like yeah. You can just you can just picture the kind of one is like a. I mean, like you can't see the, <laughs> the strings that are attached to it, but yeah. you know you can imagine that. What if 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 you you might as well have just seen them because yeah. it was just lolling about and bouncing in this weird little bat, and you know I just thought it was, it, it was a visual, it was just a weird visual to have. Like you think that that a was a monster Dracula, dry. yeah, the, the, yeah. The, like the the imposing force of Dracula, and it's a squeaky little shitty toy that like. Your dogs, you, like you give to your dog when you don't want to. I feel like yeah. he wouldn't turn into a bat at that particular moment. I think he'd try and maintain the mirage of that he was the driver for whatever. He's gone to the effort yeah. of going to pick him up. I feel like he'd just stay in his human form doing that. The fact that he turned into a bat to drive the carriage, mm, you know, yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, bat, can they hold the reins? Here's what I would have done different <laughs> I would have had uh, the horse and carriage just appear, and then he gets in, get the door opens for him, and he gets inside, and it just takes him. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Like instead yeah, yeah. of having him turn up, I think in um the have like have no one there at all driving it. Yeah, that's probably yeah, yeah. creepy. Like and then uh, or like I think in the Gary Oldman Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola one, Dracula didn't turn up for a while, did he? Like, no, no, he was chilling out. He was in his he was in his room. 
watching Netflix. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix and blood. Babe Station, probably. <laughs> he was definitely watching Babe Station. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what what happens next? So um, after the bat is uh, essentially yeah. driving the cart, they he, go to the castle. Put... <laughs> Turns up at the castle, and obviously Dracula just appears. Um, a castle covered in cobwebs everywhere. I yeah. thought, have a dust. You know, I mean, get get the old get the old uh, duster out. For, you know, you got you got visitors. The least you could do is have have a once round with the. Uh, <laughs> With the Hoover, yeah, with the um, maybe maybe get the Mister Sheen out. You know, not not like a big clean, not like a big deep clean, but just like enough. And he's got. So he's, not, he's not only got. I'm going to say something right sexist. He's not only got one wife either. He's got three. Oh, yeah. He's got three wives. None of them would no. do anything. Oh bloody hell! Can you imagine <laughs> the? Ed- can you imagine the headache of having three wives, Lou? Bloody hell! Jesus, don't get me started. <laughs> Jesus, no, he's a, he's a, he's a, he just loves it. I mean. Yeah. Three wives. Clearly, he's got something going on in the trousers department, uh, because you know that that's not a common occurrence. I don't think having more than one wife. No, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like a Saudi prince or something. Yeah. Little harem of women. Uh, okay, so uh, the castle looks kind of cool. I thought um, it's, it's yeah. got, it reminded me of the Frankenstein castle. It's got it's like the matte painting sort of look. It, it's mm. kind of. I don't know, it looks looks creepy and gothic and I've I thought Belle um sorry not Belle. Are you thinking I of um Be- Bella Lugosi. <laughs> All right. Belle. I thought Belle when she came down the stairs in her lovely or uh, lovely yellow gown was was just beautiful. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I've gone off topic there. Uh, Bella Lugosi when he came down the stairs as Dracula, I thought looked more menacing and creepy than Christopher Lee did. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got to say I thought I preferred Bella Lugosi's Dracula. Quite a bit to the Christian Christ- yeah, one. Yeah, because it's weird because this something otherworldly and you know very supernatural about Bella Lugosi, whereas I think Christopher Lee kind of just comes across. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. he talks, but I think Christopher Lee kind of just comes across as I mean, scary in his own right because he's quite an imposing figure. Christopher Lee's like um, when you when you get caught in your neighbor's garden, like it's that same sort of oh shit, sorry oh, mate. Shit, no, I'm done yeah. there. Bella Lugosi like he's like a surreal, ethereal sort of. Um, like an actual demon, doesn't like it doesn't look quite human. Yeah, Christopher Lee. If if your football went into his garden, he's he's popping it. <laughs> with his if team. this ball, if this ball comes in <laughs> with his team, if this ball comes in again, I'm gonna pop it. And you go, oh, sorry, Mr. Yeah. Lee, because I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was five. That was a five and nine Sports Direct. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So don't 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 lose your ball over Christopher Lee's garden. Um. <laughs> Okay, so um, so what happens next? Okay, so uh, Cracker's like showing him around. Um, it's quite nice actually. Uh, it's, it's sort of it's kind of creepy, but he's apparently he doesn't know English by the way, the actor. So I think maybe this is um, the way he's the way he talks in English. I imagine that's how Dracula, who hasn't spoken any English to or to anyone in five hundred years, might actually talk. Yeah. Like he's, been, he's been noob. He's been he's been locked away, locked away learning English uh, yeah. on a series of podcasts. Uh, YouTube. Well, bits, just waiting yeah. for just waiting for Renfield to arrive, and now he yeah. does, and he's made a fool of himself. Yeah. He reminds me. Have you seen what we do in the shadows? Yeah. Taika yeah. Waititi's character must yeah. be based off like have something better than goose. Basquette. Like he's got that same sort yeah. of. Uh, Basquette. Just like, like sort of like Basquete. almost like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a card cartoonish sort yeah, of accent. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think the idea here is that Renfield is going to help Dracula move. Uh, he said he's brought some labels, going to help him move to England. Um, at this point, Renfield's kind of normal. Yeah, that doesn't last very long. Um, he's yeah. just a lo- normal bloke with a lovely, neat haircut. Yeah, very neat. And then when that's when that's sort of messy, you know, it's a metaphor for his mind. Someone's <laughs> someone's gone down. Yeah, uh, so Dracula says only three boxes. Um, what like my coffin doesn't take his wives. I don't think we never see them again. Mm. No, he doesn't, does he? Um, I thought the the wives were pretty cool. There was a bit when obviously they were all waking up. <laughs> yeah, the wives were waking up. Dracula was waking up. There was like a what animal was there? Like in the <clears throat> in the basement with the coffin. There's some stuff. spiders, weren't there as well? Some spiders and rats. Spiders and rats, but there was like a. There was like a weird. There was like a. I don't want to say armadillo. 
<laughs> I thought it was a spider because I, I know which one you mean. Because I, I had to like double take. I didn't didn't bother rewinding it, but I was like, that was weird. Probably a spider. Yeah, but it was like a big spider. It was like a. It was also from the Poundland bin. I'll work, I'll work out what it is um, in a bit, but there was there was like a weird animal that I thought, why is there an animal like that in this film? It kind of just felt a little bit bizarre. I was yeah. not, I wasn't hundred percent sure what the hell just happened. Um, I don't, again, I want to say, but I, I thought all that was quite creepy when they were um, <coughs> awake, yeah. awakening from their coffins. Yeah, that, that was really good. Like sincerely, like I know we take the piss a lot, but I actually really enjoyed that bit. I was like, oh, we're in for a good film. Like it's, uh, yeah. I'm quite enjoying this. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, that, that I mean, that, that was creepy. And the sort of slow mo of their hands coming out of the coffin and sort of like weird sort of. Yeah. I remember there was one bit where a hand was coming out of a coffin, and like you could sort of see the face of the of one of the wives in the coffin, and her eyes were closed. And I thought that just looked a little bit yeah, creepy. Yeah. That's it. It's like a possum, oh, the creature. Okay. There was like a possum thing, and then there was like a giant what looked like a wasp. Or some sort of, and it was just, it was weird. I was confused as to why there was a possum. It was almost like Universal, all they had access to of that day, right? We've got to get some, uh, get some well, creatures, right. got to get, yeah. get some creepy crawlies in there. What we got? Come on, we've got some spiders and some rats or something. It's like, we've got a possum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll go with that. And this massive wasp thing. Yeah, get them in there, get them in there, day's work. I don't, I don't remember the big wasp. Was that like a papamache type thing? No, it's like a it was a real a thing. Real wasp. That's... Well, it looked like a wasp. Was it? It, was some, it, it was some sort of bug. Was it big then, or like? I'm picturing like a fake. Yeah, it, it was pretty. Um, no, it was pretty big. It, <laughs> I felt like I dreamt this bit, but I've literally just it was yeah, it's like a weird sort of. It looked like a wasp. I'm looking at it right now. I'll I show you later. Wasp. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, I don't know why that, what happens here, but Renfield, I think there's a bat talking to him. He goes to the window, opens the window. Yeah, he, he freaks out, but then he faints, yeah. and then and then the three wives sort of like close in around him. Yeah, ready to ready to suck his suck blood. Up. Yeah, suck his blood off. And, and Dracula like wa- yeah. Dracula like waves him away and says like, "This one's mine," and he descends upon him and with sucks his, his yeah, with his right. eyes, and he su- sucks his sucks his no. blood. <laughs> I don't drink. Wine. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so then uh, we cut to they're on a boat, uh, on a boot, on a boat, um, on the yeah, way to London. <laughs> There's lots of people, um, sailors and the like, I imagine. But then Renfield is in the basement. In the what do you call that part of the boat? Basement. The hull. The, the, the hull. Yeah. And he's got he's gone apeshit, hasn't he? He's absolutely lost it. Within like a within a shot, he's yeah, uh, his hair's. Still- his quaff is unquaffed. Is, um... He's talking to Dracula like, Master, Master Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone full on Dick is Goonish at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Better pull that Dick is Goonish character out. <laughs> They're going to fire me. And I'm not going to to my job. Come on, Dwight. You've been, you've been on screen for about 10 minutes now and you haven't done any Dick is Goonish stuff <laughs> at all. You yeah. wait to the next scene. Dick is Goonish, dialed up to 11. Some Dickery Goonery. And um, so, and then I don't really know what happens here. Like he says, like, cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're nearly there, Master. And then it cuts to, I think, the ship's dock. Yeah, some, some, of, the, some, of, the, some of the ship's crew like start talking to him and say, what are you doing, uh, your bloody Ed case? Yeah, and then he sort of doesn't he make out? I can't remember what he says. He makes, he makes out the dragon. <laughs> but he um, so it cuts. Yeah, so basically he's like doing this creepy laugh, and they open like the whole door, and they look down at him, and his eyes are all wide. His eyes are yeah. just as creepy as Dracula's, I think, in, in some of this. So I was thinking, like, is he a vampire at this point? He but doesn't... I don't know. No, he can be. He can be. He does. He doesn't. I thought he'd been bitten, and then suddenly, and it, and but he'd obviously. Maybe like Dracula drained his blood enough not to turn him, but just to keep him, keep him sweet. Yeah. So yeah, and then we get like a cut away, and then it cuts to like a newspaper headline, which basically says that a, a ship was discovered with nobody alive. Apart on from it. one lunatic. Apart from one crazy man with neat hair that had been messed up a little bit <laughs> and bright yeah. white eyes. His hair was quite uncoiffed. <laughs> it was quite uncoiffed. Straight in the loony bin he went. We don't have none of that hair. Straight in the loony bin. Yeah. They went. Excuse me, mate. And he went. Oh. God, too much dickery goonery here. Get in yeah. the bloody loony bin. Get in the bin. <laughs> which yeah. which shows just how people how people dealt with mental illness back then. Yeah. If you so, show even a sliver of dickery goonery, you're getting straight in the loony bin. Yeah. So it's a bit of a period film uh, in that sense. Uh, yeah. It shows the the cultural you know sensibilities at the time. No dickery goonery. And then uh, okay, so uh, so Dracula basically moves into place called Carfax Abbey. What's his name goes straight into the loony bin. Actually, does he go in the loony bin straight away? I think he actually stays in in a uh, Dracula's castle for a bit. Yeah, yeah, he does for a little bit, then yeah, drinking on uh, spiders and rats' blood or, or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we do we do see a little bit where Dracula kind of meets everybody. Meet, hey guys, meet, meet <laughs> hey guys, your name's Dracula. He's an awkward guy. Doing, like some people are at the theatre, and he goes he goes into their little box. Their hospitality yeah. area, and someone might say. And then, um, hey guys, I'm I'm the new guy. I just moved in next door to you. Actually, how weird is that? I don't care yeah. if, if my name <laughs> turned up. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, this is yeah. And then me, um, people. Yeah, this is where we get like Mina, John Harker, and then <laughs> there's a family friend, Lucy Weston, kind of yeah. meets them as well. Lucy Weston, yeah, she's a bit. Like fascinated by Dracula, she's a bit like, oh bloody hell, oh, oh he's bloody lovely, he's a bloody right hunker hunker a month. She fancies the pants off of that foreigner. <laughs> she's like, uh, oh, fancy a bit of that Dracula. Dracula that sounds nice. Um, and then Dracula, but don't waste any time because that night he just enters a room, sucks one off. and uh, <laughs> and sucks sucks one right out of her neck. Uh, what? But, and then she, and then she dies. She dies, isn't she? I mean, they're trying to transfuse her it's blood. Weird, isn't this bit? Did you did you find that the way it cuts? So it kind of like just fades from him about to suck one off, about yeah. to suck her blood uh, into the like a, a hospital, like a surgery theatre, whatever they call them back then. Yeah, that was strange. Like it went, she's had one sucked out of her neck. <laughs> uh, you're right. It's got all the all the all the signs of it. Yeah, correct. Two little yeah, was, lumps. They say there's like two little lumps, and I think uh, uh, is it is Van Helsing at this point? No, it's not there yet. No, Van Helsing turns up next. So Remfield, we find that he's like eating flies and spiders, and he's like, "I like this little spider. Don't take it away from me." And someone nicks it yeah. off him. He's fuming. Oh um, yeah, and then that that's how he gets in the loony bin. Yeah, because Professor uh, Van Helsing like analyzes his blood, works out he ain't all there. Uh, Renfield's, Renfield's talking about spiders and shit. I think no. he has to get sent away at this point as well, doesn't he? Renfield has to get sent away. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, he has to get sent away, uh, saying he might he might disturb Mina's dreams, you know, because he's gone ape shit, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's when Renf- I think Renfield starts talking about hearing wolves howling as well, doesn't he, at this point? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember Van that bit. But I remember... So Van, Helsing, Van Helsing also goes, here's a little bit of wolf spain. It's used to... So, okay, yeah, keep vampires yeah. away, and, and and at this point I go, what? Yeah, <laughs> what's this got to do with vamp- What's it got to do with anything? This is the, this is the point when I was like, oh well, this is turning to a bit of a rip off of that other Dracula film we watched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is exactly the same as the 1968 Dracula. 
or whatever mm. year it was, 1950. This is exactly the same. I mean, plagiarism or what? Yeah. Uh, you should go check out the the other Dracula review we did, by the way. It's... Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which one do you prefer out of these two films? Uh, I think visually, I prefer this film. Um, but in terms of actual watchability, I probably prefer the last one. And I didn't even really like the last one very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I think in terms, of, yeah, visually, this this is good. Like, it, it, but as soon as it gets into the nitty gritty and the story, from and here on out, I got I got like uh, this is the point when I was like zoning yeah. out a bit more. I was like, I've yeah. seen this. <laughs> so, so next, so Dracula goes to Mina in her bedroom now and gives her a bite, and this is just like it's just a series of him just like entering rooms and yeah, you know. And that's when Van Helsing and Harker notice he doesn't have a reflection because that's to be honest, when someone's entering Mina's bedroom, the first thing you do is yell, "Hang on a minute, this guy's dodgy," but has he got a reflection? No, he hasn't. Everyone always yeah. carrying my little hand mirror around. Yeah. Found it when I'm doing my foundation. I always check. Yeah, but Van Helsing, <laughs> foundation. Yeah. Um, when Van Helsing, like, he says, he pretty much confronts Dracula straight away. I mean, he's he's not one to be, he's not, he doesn't beat around the bush, does he, Van Helsing? He's just he's like, you're a, you're a bloody vampire, aren't you? And you're behind Lucy's death and biting Mina. It's you, isn't it, you bloody... You're bloody there's, there's some other, like, moiders. There's some other moiders in, um, in London as well, some, like, Jack the Ripper-style yeah. stuff that we didn't, we didn't really see too much of. But um, Van Helsing's like, you, this is your fault. You did those sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think there's a report, newspapers reporting that women right, and yeah. white women yeah. and white are luring children from the park and biting it. And I guess at this point you might think it's, it's Dracula's wives. I, I thought at least. I thought it was, I Lu- I thought it was Lucy, the one who yeah. the one who fancied the pants off him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so, he, so pretty much whatever country he goes to, Dracula, he starts. He, he gets there and he goes, "Oh, it's lovely around here," but then he goes, "Get me free wives." <laughs> It's, Get me free wives right now. Do you not want to just like chill out and just like check out yeah. the sites first? I need free wives right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like when you set like your your comfort zone in life. If you have any less, you be, like instantly start. To, you don't feel right. It's like if you um, take away someone's phone nowadays, it's feel like they're missing something. Oh. Yeah. Oh no, and then he has to get like I do. I do like the idea of him like looking around and go, "This is a lovely city, is London." It'd look better with some floating women in whites and then uh, he sets off to work yeah if if, if, he, if he was living with two wives he'd be like i got two wives but something's missing my <laughs> life is my life is empty yeah. and shit if he had I four if he had four he'd be like i'm moving now i think freeze the point at which he goes i need another renfield i'm off like yeah because then you see the way he, where he treated his wives earlier in the, in the film back at transylvania he like waved him away. Oh fuck off! Jesus Christ, <laughs> get out of here! I got stuff on, mate. I got stuff on. Yeah. I'm going down a pub with the lads. Well, we've got something to say about that. No wonder he talks like get that. He's got a fucking migraine. <laughs> usually, he's, usually he speaks perfect English, but yeah. these three wives around, he's like, I've got tinnitus. This does but, sound incredibly yeah. sexist. Um, <laughs> it's just tomfoolery. We must, we must ensure you. Yeah, yeah. It's just sexist tomfoolery, which is fine. <laughs> okay, um, so oh, so in Roger Ebert's review, he did say the scenes in Carfax Abbey, which is basically what happens from here on out, are an anticlimax after the expre- expressionist terrors of the scenes set in Transylvania and aboard the ship. And we've got to agree, like yeah. the next like half hour is is kind of just people walking into rooms, uh, saying stuff. And they could have spent. They could have spent a lot. More, I always feel like with this, they could spend a lot more time in Transylvania because that's where you want want to be, really. And I mean, I know. Yeah. I, I know. Obviously, there's a lot of other characters involved um, who aren't in Transylvania, but I feel like it spent. It spent probably like ten, fifteen minutes in, in Transylvania, and with the wives. I mean, the wives, the wives, and sort of everything in Transylvania was so visually. Sort of creepy. Yeah, it was pretty. It was yeah. pretty stunning. That the fact that they just kind of go. It goes. It feels like a made-for-TV movie at this it point, does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels like. <laughs> so we get, we get, we start hitting the same. That the plot points. Uh, Mina gets bitten at some point. I can't really remember where. Um, and there's a big for in, all in the in the garden. I think. I think she leaves right. her room, and then Dra- Dracula bites her right in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they put like you might recognize the scene. They put uh, they put the bed. And they surround the the how the room. I think in Wolfsbane, um, yeah. There in the Hammer one, there was like a, a maid who took it away. I don't think that happens this time. 
Um, no. But what happens next? So, okay, so... <laughs> so then we, then we get sort of like Renfield in, in the nut right. house. Yeah. Um, and he's like talking about... People are discussing vampires a lot. And he's got an attendant in there. And this is another possible... Kind of a carry-on film character, the this attendant. And the, yeah, um, no, I was, was going to say that. Yeah, so I was thinking when as soon as he came, I was like, oh, better be loving this. They have to have <laughs> like a carry-on film character every single time. Yeah, so he's like a little bit of a. He was quipping and he was being a bit like, "You's all bloody crazy talking about vampires and all yeah. that stuff." I mean, I'm just over here trying to make an honest living for myself, and you're all go. And I'm not <laughs> sure the... about you either. He's like talking to the yeah. woman, and then he just disappears. He like walks backwards. Into the shadows. Did he have a gun at one point? And then there was another character, and they were like, "Everyone's <laughs> bloody crazy around here, except me and you." And I'm not sure about you either. And she was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> yeah, because he just shoots into the sky, doesn't he, or something at the at, at, at a bat? I was trying to shoot a bat. That I mean, that's that's the behaviour of someone who should be in the nut house, not yeah. working in the nut house. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? I'm shooting a bat out here. I've got a bloody <laughs> got a bloody flamethrower, and I'm taking out all the bloody bats, all the rubber bats. So I'm just um, I'm having to go through the Wikipedia summary here to sort of rejig, rejig on my mind what? on what happens at the end. <laughs> what? Is everything's not set up in your mind, start no. to finish? No, it isn't. Okay, did you so... even watch this? Luke, did you even watch this? <laughs> I watched it with one eye. I watched the second half with one eye. All right. One eye open. Yeah. You're actually asleep. Um, no. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, some, I mean, Renfield um, says, doesn't he... Dracula convinced Renfield to allow him into the sanatorium by promising him thousands of rats for blood, life in them, some metal like that. Yeah, I remember that being quite creepy, actually. I do remember Renfield giving a bit of a speech that was quite, quite creepy and stuff, I guess. Um, yeah. So then, so what happens? So does Dracula steal Mina? Is that what happens? I'm imagining that's what happens. <laughs> Do, doesn't, doesn't, Van, doesn't Dracula, yeah, so he state, I think he states that Mina now belongs to him. Right, uh, right, right. Warns right. Van. Tells Van Helsing to return. <laughs> yeah, standard fare, Dracula. So yeah, so I think so. Here's what I imagine happens, and I'm, I, I did watch it, but uh, here's what I, I'm remembering. So Dracula, I think he steals Mina, goes back to his castle, uh, his sanatorium or, or whatever it is. Uh, Renfield's in there. Uh, Renfield, played by Dwight Fry, has to die contractually in every film by some sort of neck trauma. Dracula, yeah. because uh, I think Renfield, he thinks Renfield's led uh, Van Helsing and uh, John Harker to the castle um so then he, he breaks renfield's neck right yeah throws him down the stairs and dwight fry this was quite cool the, the yeah. big staircase wasn't it like yeah, uh, yeah. this look this, this look pretty epic yeah uh when he breaks his neck and slings him down there slings him down uh at some point dracula goes to sleep <laughs> yeah did you die off camera who's this dracula i think he does die off camera yeah but i mean there's a bit where he tries to hypnotize yeah, uh, Van Helsing here. Yeah. So Van, Hel- Van Helsing turns out basically like, I'm, I know you're a game mate. Yeah. I've got it all going on. He tries to give it, he shows him a crucifix at one point, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, which which makes him scared. But then, but then th- there's an odd odd bit where Dracula tries to like hypnotize him. It lasts too long. It lingers too long on Van Helsing's face. So basically, right, so you, yeah. so... So we should do Dracula's so, Dracula's uh, face. This 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 won't tra- this won't translate too well on on <laughs> the on the podcast, yeah. The audio, but we'll try and discuss it anyway. So Dracula's character, Dracula just, just, character. Just, Dracula to just does a hand. A poo. Okay, I'm there. Right, so you be Dracula. He does a hand thing. Does he? He does a ha- he does a weird hand thing. He does a weird like. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> he looks like he's doing a shadow puppet. He does a weird hand thing. Yeah. And Van Helsing like just goes through every emotion. In his completely <laughs> silent reaction, it's oh, like, okay, yeah. it's like a wait. What are you doing to me? Yeah. You're trying to hypnotize me, are you? Oh, you can't. Oh, it's, it's just it lasts yeah. so long. It, like, this is a good minute. Yeah. I might be I might be overcooking it now. There's a good minute of Dracula just looking and doing some of his hand. You know what it Van was? It was the actor like thinking, "I need to get my show reel together. I need yeah. people to see my full portfolio of faces." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he went for every emotion there, Van Helsing. He went for fear. I wouldn't have done that, I think, if I was Dracula. I would have done the Professor X. You know, yeah. and then I have the circles sort of appear. It's good, that Anyway. Okay, so after Van Helsing's done his faces... Um, 
I think John Harker goes to find his, his wife. She's she's like, no, I belong to Dracula now. I, I, I can't love you anymore. Um, Van yeah, Helsing, that's when a, a, bat, a bat appears at this point as well. She starts talking to yeah, so she talks to the bat, doesn't she? Yeah, Jonathan Harker's trying, trying to get rid of it like it's a bloody bothersome yeah. moth. I feel yeah. like if a bat came down to me, I'd be fucking. I've got to oh, run yeah. inside, close the door. He's like, "Go away, you bloody, bloody yeah. bat!" Trying to waft it away. Um, waft the old bat away. <laughs> and then uh, the bat, the bat says something, and it sounds like a dolphin the way it talks. And she's, <laughs> she just says, "All right, mate." And then um, John Harker says, <laughs> "What, are you, what are, you talk, are you talking to?" And she goes, "Oh, I don't know." But it's something talking to the bat who's just squeaking. She was annoying me in the scene because she kept doing things and then Jonathan Harker would go, why did you do that? Or why did you say that? She's yeah. like, I didn't. I didn't. Don't be so, don't be so obvious about it, love. Come on. you on camera, missus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at this point, Van Helsing <laughs> kills Dracula. Um, off, yeah, off, off, and... off screen, I think he gets a bit of wood. We, yeah, hear, he, we hear the hammer going in. He's so... not very prepared. I think he asked Jonathan Harker to get him a bit of wood. Get me a bit of wood. Yeah. Gotta kill him. Uh, yeah, so he's obviously going to the coffin because the sun's rising, yeah. and Van Helsing prepares a steak, um, <laughs> prepares a lovely uh, rare <laughs> little, steak for it. A little post-vampire killing steak. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Harker sort of finds Mina, Van Helsing impels Dracula, killing him off-screen, and Mina returns to normal, you know, pretty standard. To be fair, all of the killings happen off-screen in this sense, so when they're about... Oh no, apart from Renfield, maybe you see a little bit, but every other killing... Um, and this is pre-code um, film, so like um, yeah. in Frankenstein, we did actually see him sort of kill a girl, and we actually yeah. see him doing a bit of the old killing. But in this, we don't see any actual murders. Um, I would like to see the stake going into Dracula's chest, like in the Hammer version. But I guess yeah. they, I guess they, they were too prudish for that. Well, I imagine they would just have just been a rubber bat led on its back, getting squashed. <laughs> yeah. Die. Dracula, oh no. <laughs> He's making squeaky noises like a chew toy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and that's it. I mean, that, that, that's, that's it. it. I mean, that, that's how Dracula ends. And it ends Again, super, it, super quickly. Like, most of these films yeah. don't have a Daniel Wire. I think we talked about that before. And it just, um, that happens and it just ends. So, Roll credit. Uh, it was an hour and 15 again, yeah. like, a, like a lot of these films, but uh felt a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you. Okay, so out of these universal ones, so what we're seeing, so Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula. Which one has been your favourite? Which one's been your least favourite? So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to completely screw up my what my ratings were. I can't even remember, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Frankenstein was my favourite. Yeah, me too. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like Bride of Frankenstein as much. I went massively on board with Dracula. Um, yeah, probably Frankenstein. Boris Karloff. Yeah, so I would say Frankenstein as well is, is the, the best one. I yeah. would say the first half, the first opening acts of this look pretty great and they're pretty creepy. But then it just sort of... Um, I just lost interest, to be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, you got even at, it's surprising Roger e, uh, Ebert has given it four out of four considering he said it's kind of like got lost, which it does. After the Transylvania stuff, it kind of just goes into a series of you know, people just talking in rooms and being yeah. super, being super over the top about something. It's like watching a school play, but um, with good actors. Well, I guess you could say it's like watching the play because it is like watching the play. I'm pretty sure that's because this is based on the playwright. I'm pretty sure they just. In fact, actually, the actors are from the play. Ben Lugosi, the guy who plays um, um, what's his flavor, Van Helsing. Oh yeah, oh, it's Seward. They're all the same actors from the 1924 play. All right, I think I'm sure that's some of the trivia I looked up. I don't know. Do you want to do the trivia round? Interesting. Some a bit of the old trivia. Why, of course. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, the question first: the film opened on Valentine's Day, 1931. Did it? Oh, you're asking me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It is true, yeah. So this was like a, a date film. A date film. Would you like to come with? Would you like to accompany me to a new film about a yeah. man who's sucking people's blood? <laughs> they, they were like, let's terrify the couples for the first twenty minutes, and then kind of bore them so they can they, they don't have to worry about the film. Then they could, you know, get, get to the, get to the <laughs> suckling. 
get to the suckling. <laughs> That's is that what a date is like with you, Luke? Yeah. Come on, I'm bored of this meal. Let's get to the suckling. I imagine. Um, did it? I, mean, I can't imagine many people actually went to the cinema in 1931. It must have been more of a. They uh, did in 1931. A classic night out in 1931 was going to the cinema, going for yeah. a Nando's. And cheeky uh, Nando's, yeah, cheeky and then go into the park to beat up a tramp. All <laughs> oh, right, it's very similar to today, then I guess. Times just don't change. Times just don't change at all. Okay, question two: uh, When Bella Lugosi died in 1956, he was buried wearing the black silk Dracula cape, as he requested, True. and nothing else. Oh, <laughs> false. Correct. He had, he had shoes on. <laughs> He was wearing um he was wearing clothes. I, I don't know what he was wearing. Maybe he was naked apart from the cape. Doesn't actually Maybe. go into detail. He had Crocs on. Yeah, uh, I was doing a bit of research today and apparently and you know that you know um Tim Burton film Ed Wood with um Johnny Depp? Yeah. There's a character in it. I mean I don't I know it's a I know it's a little bit true to life that film, but it's also a bit uh over the top. There's a character in that play um playing the actor Bella Lugosi. Oh, cool. In a sort of I don't know if it's a sort of like true to life thing or whether it was like an alternate timeline thing yeah i think it's i think it might be set like in the 50s yeah it's interesting so that, because I, imagine, I, I do imagine tim burton's like a massive fan of these universal horror movies yeah yeah definitely okay so uh question third um similar to the prologue in frankenstein uh the original release featured an epilogue with edward van sloan talking to the audience about what they've just seen um true or false true <laughs> Yeah, that just sounds like me reading Wikipedia, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty much what it was. Yeah. Uh, so make that, make a true. bit of bloody effort, mate. Okay, so <laughs> they achieved a look. It's a full question. See if you get this one right. Benjamin. Is your full name Benjamin? No. Is it not? Is it just Ben? That's not. Yeah, it's Benedict. <laughs> is it really? Cumberbatch. No, no, it's not. It's just Ben. It's all I've got on my. Um, Benedict, on my it is. <laughs> ben, ben is a dict. <laughs> Ben Benedicts, yeah. Okay, uh, Benadryl. Nice to meet you, Benadryl. Uh, okay, so they achieved the effect of Dracula's hypnotic stare uh, by aiming two pencil spotlights into the actor's eyes during his takes. And to achieve that, like, soldering, like smoldering, sort of angry sort of look, they were flipping him off as they did it. Oh. Yeah. I, I imagine that Thank would you, be quite Dracula. that would be quite an annoying and painful having two pencil spotlights <laughs> shone directly into your eyeballs. Yeah. They were definitely flipping them off. And they were whispering. Some, they were whispering. I think one of, one of us going, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, Because yeah. he didn't know what I meant. Nobody likes you. <laughs> they were like oh, You're yeah. a bloody you're boring, mate. Yeah. There'll be no score in this part of the film it's gonna look shit. It looks shit. We're not going to get Philip Glass to do it for sixty years. <laughs> what mug? What a mug you are! And all true. the time, Bella's like, "Yes, I know that's true." Or from the waist down, someone's just flicking his testicles. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. He's like, oh, yeah, fuck, oh shit, that's, oh, eh, oh, that hurts. True or false? It does. Little flick does hurt the testicles. <laughs> uh, that's that's true. That's true. Hundred okay, percent. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, the large, expensive sets built for Transylvania Castle and Carfax Abbey sequences, uh, they, they kept them there for, for years afterwards and are used in many of the Universal films uh, for, for over a decade uh, and porn. Uh, I'm going to say that's true. Maybe you've added the and porn bit. Yeah, yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. I've always added and porn to stuff, <laughs> you know? Just a normal conversation. <laughs> Yeah. See, see how people react. <laughs> what did you do last night? Uh, watch EastEnders, watch Family Guy, and Paul. <laughs> Just to see how people, yeah, see how people, people react. react. Yeah. A lot of people give me the better Lugosi look. <laughs> what? <laughs> the... It's also the same look you were doing while you were watching said porn. <laughs> and I was flicking my own testicles, so it's, it's probably where that look came from. <laughs> Wherever gets you off, Luke. You know, I'm not. I'm not here to judge. Yeah. Okay. No, that's part of the porn. I I like to be judged. (laughs) (laughs) Are you judging me? No. Oh, go on. Please judge me. Judge me harder. Yeah. Okay. Um, Grading the films. Um, So obviously, this is right up there for you. Uh, So like an A, A plus, 
something. What are, what are you going to go for? Um, as I said previously, um, this is obviously a great, a great looking film. Looks bloody lovely. But unfortunately, I feel like the only good parts of the film for me Tiny, are like the first. Yeah. I like the first. Yeah. I like the first 10, 15 minutes. Unfortunately, after that, I kind of it kind of really I really really lost interest. It felt like it took some good ideas, and then it kind of just went. Look, here's some people chatting about stuff. Someone got bit. Someone's a vampire. Is that a rubber bat hanging out my window? Don't care. Did, I, I you, did you get your phone out? It's the all important phone out test. Uh, this is true. Like I did get my phone out, but I, I remember I was looking at kind of things that were on like social media of it. I was looking at different <laughs> websites it, talking about it, which is probably like the wrong thing to do. Usually, something I do after we watch these films. I was kind of like doing two birds one stone type of thing. You can tell uh, when I'm yeah. losing interest when I'm taking a picture of of the film I'm watching. Do you know what I mean? To talk about <laughs> yeah. the film watching rather than yeah. actually watching it. That's true. Um, like I did lose interest, unfortunately. But I think if the if the whole film was like the first 10, 15 minutes, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Um, so I can understand why it's classic, but at the same time, it does suffer from just being a bit naff, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to yeah. be honest, I'm yeah. going to be honest, it's probably as low as like a D minus for me. Ooh, Jesus, bad, that, that is low. But in terms of that, I'm genuinely thinking, would I ever want to watch this film ever again in the whole of my life? And I'd be tempted to watch like the the opening scenes again with the Philip Glass score. So just, I'd be interested to see how that. Yeah, and maybe and maybe Latino the Latina version, maybe. Yeah. If um, I'm feeling if I'm feeling particularly fruity one weekend, yeah, I might be like, oh, get a bloody Latina. I want, might one. make a screensaver of uh, Dracula's face trying to hypnotize yeah. me. Yeah, that could be like a, a work harder bitch sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Nope, my will is too strong. I'm not doing fuck all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have that. <laughs> Netflix, it is okay. Uh, so I would give the film a. I'm going to give it a C because I mean. This is the. This is just okay. <laughs> like it's a full-on like average. Do you know what I mean? It passes. It passes. Uh, yeah. Again, but this is a film you can clearly. It's again. It's obviously of its time. Clearly a classic film. I've been. I've. I've explained this every episode, but I'm going to explain it again just in case people go, "You ignorant fool." Um. Yeah. I've just been. My brain has been. I've been brought up on like film horror from like the seventies and eighties. Well, like the eighties probably mostly. So. My barometer for what's a good horror film is kind of tainted by, yeah, yeah. you know, actually good films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tainted, yeah. So like, so like I, did, I, did, I did struggle with this one a little bit. Good films have ruined your watching experience. All these bloody good classic <laughs> superb films with great actors and yeah. superb storylines and phenomenal soundtracks—they've ruined the way I take shit films now. Yeah. Well, so John Carpenter, Stanley Kubrick, you bastards, you, you absolute, yeah. So, well, well, don't worry because we are like over the the, the we're, we're coming out of the cliff now. Uh, so we're going to be climbing up, back up. We've got an eighties film next, then a, a noughties film after that, and then a sixties film. <laughs> I think. Um, okay, so I mean, so I give it a C, you give it a D minus. Um, let's just say. D plus. It might have been a different. It might have been a different um, score if perhaps we hadn't watched Frank Stone and Brother Frank Stone recently, and we hadn't watched the other Dracula recently. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, it kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. because because those films kind of zapped my my enthusiasm for for these Universal um, horror films or Hammer horror films. I kind of uh, yeah, totally killed me dead. Yeah, after the, after the Hammer one, because that, I mean the Hammer one again, like. Didn't enjoy as I don't think it was amazing. So to watch this again, it was a bit like a chore, which is why I give it a this C. Should, you know, and this should never be a chore, sure. Luke. No. This should never be a chore. This should no. be, you know, this is our, we only get one. <laughs> life, life is not a dress rehearsal, Luke. We should be enjoying ourselves day in day out, watching, <laughs> watching Don't EastEnders, please. Family yeah. Guy, and, and porn. porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, next week we are talking about. Poltergeists, which turns out isn't directed by Steven Spielberg, which I always thought it was. No, like, it's just, it's just, is he just a producer, possibly? I don't know. I've not looked he's into involved, it. He's involved somehow, I'm sure. Yeah, but I always thought it was a Steven Spielberg film. Maybe he's just producer, I don't know. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that, that, that nonsense, you know, and porn. 
Okay, so this show is brought to you by the Story Studio Hawk Cleaver. Head over to hawkcleaver.com or theotherstories.net and check out our other podcasts. Uh, become a patron uh, over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kobach Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating. We've only got like two five star ratings so far. So if you're not, that's not enough. Anymore, no, it's not enough. We need three. Give them in. We need to get the old Dracula free. The old Dracula yeah, yeah, yeah. threesome going now. Okay. Um, and remember to subscribe. Uh, thanks to my co host, Oscar. Um, he uh, is gone. Cheers, Oscar. <laughs> Cheers, Oscar. You've done well tonight, mate. I wonder where he is right now. Oh, I know where he is. Who knows? Who knows what, 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 what wonders he is seeing? He's probably having a poo. He probably is. Okay. Uh, thanks to my actual co host, Ben. Uh, Benedict, Benadryl, Benjamin, Benja, <laughs> Benadryl. Benji. Benadryl. You must have had all these nicknames. I got like Lucasaid. Lucasaid. You are glucosey. Yeah. You are. <laughs> yeah, you are... I, mean, I do give people a bit of pep when they're low on energy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I taste great in orange. The talk, orange talk flavor. Have, yeah. you, have you felt like you've been a bit more high energy this episode, <laughs> considering you said you said you were dead inside last time? <laughs> Keep, keeping to the theme of the, the Dracula film in question, the first half I was great. <laughs> <laughs> the second half, I drank. God, you, God, you didn't have to go on, did you? <laughs> yeah. It would be good if there's a rubber, black, rubber bat floating behind <laughs> yeah. your head right yeah. now. I feel like that would be perfect. I would like that scene to be in most... I'd like to put that like whole reveal of when you go to talk to a driver and it's actually a floating rubber bat. I'm going to put you're that in. in. Like you're in a taxi or something. You yeah, go, yeah. come on, drive, you're going the wrong way. Uh, you, you're trying to... And then it's just a floating <laughs> just bat. A... <laughs> just like sellotape to the steering wheel, like flapping. It's your face. <laughs> That's my oh. face, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, thanks, Ben, for being a, a real you. horror dude. And uh, thanks to the listeners again. Okay. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye.